I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by HarperCollins and in particular, Tim Rogers and his new book, Detours. Yes, it's a fantastic book by a fantastic songwriter and now fantastic author. It details his life and his uh, time fronting the the band UMI, uh, being a dad, uh, his own dad, uh, what it means to be a man, all this kind of stuff is in it, and it is fantastic. So make sure you go out and buy it from a bookshop. Go into a bookshop, but they'll be happy to see you. Pick up the book, pay for it, leave, go home, read it, or read it on the way home. It's up to you. I don't care where you read it, as long as you buy it. Also, I was talking about buying stuff. Tickets for my comedy festival, uh, Don't You Know Who I Am, are on sale right now. So you can go to joshearl.com.au slash gigs. And there are four shows at European Beer Cafe. They're $20 each, or you can buy a $60 season pass. It gets you into all four of them. Plus, there are also two extra episodes, which are going to be at the uh, Max Watts House of Sound, Tuesday nights on the 3rd and the 10th, starting at 11 o'clock. These are going to be late-night shows run by the festival. They'll be uh, helping me get some amazing guests from overseas. And, uh, yeah, it should be a a really fun night. Anyway, enough from me. Enjoy this episode. It's a very, very good one with some very, very good people. I had a lot of fun recording it and editing it, and so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Joshua, and this week on the internet, I discovered I share my name with an English mixed martial arts fighter who got beat up really badly in his last fight. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Just got caned. He wears a white t-shirt. Like, mixed martial arts fighters, not, they're meant to be bare-chested. It's, if you're wearing a t-shirt, it means you're not a good fighter. It means you're not proud of your body. Get Get better. Josh Earl. Anyway, if this is your first time on the podcast, I get four funny guests and quiz them all about their lives, so let's meet them now. Our first guest shares her name with a Guildford project secretary for the Fluor Company and the front of house manager in Derby. Please welcome it's Hannah Gadsby. Oh, thank you. Hi. Hello. <laughs> thank you for researching my name. There you go. It's on LinkedIn. You've got uh, yeah. three others. Cool. Yeah. I also wear a T-shirt. Oh, well, that's all right. You're not a mixed martial arts fighter. Yeah, no, but I hate my body, so it's cool. <laughs> Our next guest is a musician from bands such as Tism Root, the DC3, who shares his name with the director of learning at Chesterfield High School and the director of product management at Inkling in San Francisco. Please welcome from Damien Cow's Disco Machine, it's Damien Cow. Yay! <laughs> director of learning. That's one of those sort of new uh, phrases, yeah. isn't it? Sort of like I work in retail, which, you know, whenever someone says I work in something, it usually means they're a shop assistant, I think. so. Well, you're an ex-teacher, aren't you? Yes. So director of learning. I was a director of learning. Yeah. I was a facilitator of learning. Is that like... Do you reckon vice principal or head of director head of, a of year? learning? Yeah, it sort of sounds impressive. It's probably the it's sort probably of the person. Lollipop lady. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yes. 
Well, they, they would the be road, directing, yeah. wouldn't they? So, yes. No, um, I don't know. I was never a director of anything much, really, other than my own sad demise. Oh. Also joining us is a man <laughs> who shares his name with a wool broker in New South Wales and a relationship manager for Barclays Bank on the Isle of Man. Please welcome David Quirk. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. That's, I know about this Isle of Man man Oh, because uh, his name's David Quirk and I get his, uh, what are those, email? Emails? Yeah, email. I get emails <laughs> from him. No, the, when they alert you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, do, so you, do you have a I get his your name, like a Google alert for your name? I must have done it. Someone did it for me. Sure. Either Every, way, No one up. ever owns up to doing it. You just had so, a bad just, festival one year. Yeah. <laughs> just say so look I, it up. I, let's say I did it. I yeah. don't remember doing it. That's, a, right. that's God's honest truth. Yeah, and I used to work in retail, David, ironically. So <laughs> it's good to that. be here. Yeah. <laughs> and finally is a TV host, a writer, an actor, and a comedian who shares his name with the site manager at New Cold in Melbourne. Did you know this? No, I didn't. Yes. And the What's ex- his name? <laughs> and the ex-marketing manager at Mulberry Holiday Colleges in Canterbury, England. It's Sean McAuliffe. Thank Yay. you very much. Thank you. There's also another one you missed. I'm surprised you've missed this out. But Who's the other a, one? There's a fella in Toronto who, um, who is a, sort of a, an urban uh, planner and writer. Oh. Maybe, maybe just writes about buildings and, and the way and the space, uh, Toronto specifically. So he'll work out a walking tour. His name is Sean McAuliffe with a W. Oh, well, I only pick, I put it at how you spell it. That's how you, I googled now, it. The only, reason, the only reason I know this you. is because oh. uh, he complained during uh, one of the Logies because uh, I wasn't on Twitter. Yep. Uh, so people contacting him and, and uh, complimenting him on the speech that he gave at the Logies. Was this when you thank God or was this when you thank Satan? Uh, it was one of my, two of my favourite, like a, a year-long joke. It was great. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. Well, it's, it's, it's good for the Logies. But no, it was neither of those occasions. <laughs> it was, a, uh, it was a, a vague impression of Laurence Olivier. That I did uh, at the Logies. I don't know if anyone there, if we have it here to play. To the, you don't have it, John? <laughs> um, it's actually, it's on YouTube. I looked it up this week doing oh, research. So, yeah, yeah I did watch it. Everything's on YouTube. Uh, um, yeah. Is this podcast. Now, now, sorry to interrupt, and I, I'm, I'm sorry about expressing We haven't started. My yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. I don't feel so bad. At, but um, is this on the radio? No. 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 Just it, 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 at any live, point? No. What, what, how do I listen to it? You go onto yeah. iTunes. You just have to trust. Okay. Or is it just a moment? It's just a moment of experience. Josh is very yeah. lonely. <laughs> yeah, I just this is the <laughs> only way people will come and meet to me. Uh, we could just go to lunch. Okay. We don't have to have these mics. Oh, this us. is good. But can we do this first? Because a lot of people listen to it. <laughs> do and, they? Right. And I've got okay. a sponsorship this week. Oh, really? So oh, yeah. you, get, you get money. Tim Rogers is sponsoring the show this week from oh, really? UMI. Just, yeah. a, just as a man, as a private. Well, he's got citizen. a book he wants to wants to. Okay. It's a very good book. You like you I like autobiographies I of do. musicians, especially by musicians. Yeah, yeah, oh. you'd like it. There you go. There's your ad, Tim. Done. He's a proper rock star, that Tim Rogers. You work with Tim? Uh, he came to my house, yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, Damien, 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 Damien's got a, a recording studio in his garden shed, and did Tim go into your he garden did, shed? He did, yeah. It's Gosh. one of the great things, you know. He was in there with the dynamic lifter, and um, he was, of course, going off to uh, have a drink with Tex Perkins afterwards, whereas, you know, I was going to pick up the kids from uh, work. You know, that Separate sort roads. Of Sliding yes. doors, Damien. Yes, that's right. Um, you sound like a really lovely man. Oh, yeah. thanks. Uh, yeah, I just don't know why you'd worry about the rock stars. Uh, <laughs> you did a good thing picking your kids up there. Yeah, maybe, but, you don't know. Don't you worry I, about that, kiddo. I, I suppose I got into it, to, you know, because I wanted to be like Tim Rogers and it didn't turn out that way, really. So, it's a, it, you know, it's it's something to aim at, you know, wandering past the, the uh, all-night laundromat pissed, uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's turned into Oprah. 
<laughs> it doesn't normally go like this. This is the last one for the year too. We'll try and keep yeah. it upbeat. Okay, our first game today is called Social Me Me Media. Our first game where I read out a status update from one of you four. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think it is. Now, sorry, sorry can yeah. I interrupt? Yes. What's a status update? You're on Pretty Twitter. Sure. You're new to Twitter, Sean. Yeah, well, I've, I've got your Twitter, what you write on Twitter. I'll read some Twitter things out. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. And if you think you know who tweeted it, yes. and you're not meant to know who tweeted it, oh. but like you'll just guess. I think that was Hannah. I think that oh, was I David. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. I know. I understand. But you can't vote for your own one. So if you know I wrote this, mm-hmm. don't, don't say your name. Your name is your buzzer. Get a point David get right. doesn't remember when he Googles his own name, so he's hardly yeah. going to... He'll be fine. But I like Sean's question then, because it sort of took the edge off me and my... But you've done this show four times. <laughs> I know, you think I'd... I barely know what a status update is. You get a point if you get it right. If you get it incorrect, the person who actually wrote the tweet gets it right. Now, Damien, you're not on Twitter much, so I've chosen some, some lyrics of yours. Oh, okay. Is, that, is this all right? Yeah, that'll be fine. Great. Yeah. Okay. Our first one <laughs> is this one. If I hear another banjo, it goes up the owner's ass. Oh, that's Damien. Oh, so Sean thinks that's Damien. You are correct. Yes, that is Damien. Point there for oh, sure. Oh, was I supposed to write it down or something? No, no. You've <laughs> done it. You've yeah. done it. Yeah, just oh, say your okay. name first. So I'm winning those. at the moment? You are mm. winning. Let's, let's call it off. Now he's going he's <laughs> to stall, stall for yeah. the rest of the... Before the interrupt, interrupt, all of you. Interrupt your time's up. Before the record, Sean was like, don't worry about the quiz. That's all. And now he's winning. He wants to keep yeah, winning. Hungry. Question two. If small towns want their stories heard, they should stop being awful to their own weirdos. The weirdos are the storytellers. David. Yes, David. I, fee- uh, I want to say Hannah. You're correct. It is Hannah. Yeah, it yeah. feels like Hannah. Well it feels thoughtful and it feels intelligent and it feels deep. And it feels like a hater. <laughs> I know. I'm, no, no, you don't have to. But contrary, I'm across On it. the contrary. I, I it's think, just like a bit earnest. I yep. think it, uh, I think casts you in a very good light. Because <laughs> Hannah and I are both from small towns very. in the same region. Really? Of, of where, Tasmania, Bernie, Smithton, Northwest Coast. Is that right. be smaller, wouldn't it? Than yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bernie's yeah. like a big, big smoke. Sixteen thousand yeah. people. Bernie's big kind smoke. of a bit of a rock place. It's quite a few. Van Walker, uh, yeah. The bedroom philosopher. Yes. We went to high school uh, together. Uh, yeah. I saw him today. The bedroom philosopher. He looks How's very he much like my dad. <laughs> and that worries. Me. I keep asking mm. him to come on the show, but he's busy writing his book. Yes. Uh, there's yeah. a very nice theatre in Bernie. The, I, the I, Civic Theatre. I've performed at it. Did you? Beautiful theatre. No, it must be, you must be mistaken. It's not that nice. It's like one of those old kind of yeah. Art Deco. Yeah, I like I liked it a lot. Is it Art Deco? I don't know. I think you know he lowered his expectations on yeah. the way into the gig because Midnight Oil wrote a song about Bernie, <laughs> saying how shit it is. How's it oh, going? Beds of Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> but you're from a small town too. Yes, David. Smaller than either of those towns, yeah. And wh- where are but you? But just not in Tasmania. Yeah. That's the sad thing about that. You're Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. But well, it's well, kind of a small town. town. It's a, uh, it's a big yeah. city oh. with a small town feel. It's nice. <laughs> don't Springvale. Springvale. So that's, mm. that's, that's a very large and yeah. desolate wasteland. So, but were you, you you're a weirdo in Springvale? I'm only oh, asking oh, no, this no. after Hannah's No, Hannah's no, I, I fitted right in. Yep. You know, I was sort of a bogan and... Um, Although we didn't sort of use the term back then, but um, you know, uh, you know, it was chisel and the angels and yep. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know quite how I, uh, I've been sort of trying to sort of move above my station for the rest of my <laughs> career. Well, we've all we've all moved uh, away from where we where we came into existence. So how old were you when you left? Oh yeah, no, I hung around uh, in Springvale till I was. Um, I, I went through uni. I was still at Springvale, so it was like twenty-four. It's probably I... why you failed at the rocks. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Should yeah, have stuck around Springvale. Yeah. Hannah, yeah. how were you when you left? Oh, um, 
Yeah, Smith at 17. 17. 17, right. Yeah. Okay, David? Uh, I, was just amazed, I was just amazed that Josh knew the answer to that question for Hannah. But um, he gets a point. I yeah. was very late. I was nearly 18, 17. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was still pretty young. Josh. I was 17 yeah, I was when I left Bernie. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. The, 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 the reason, reason, I, the reason I, I had trouble with that, for many reasons, I didn't move out of home at that stage. My family moved from Smith to Launceston, yeah. so then I was, I was it was 21 before I left home. Yeah, I got you on a technicality. I thought you were converting there. it to cat years or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question three. Oh. Gambling is ruining horse racing. Let's go back to how it was. People watching a horse run around in a circle for the simple pleasure of it. Damien. Yes, Damien. Sean. You are correct. Yes, yes. a point there for Damien. I, I sort of figured it was Sean or David. I had a so, gut feeling you know, it was Sean, but didn't have the courage. Much, yeah. no, Stop the, listening. This is in the early days. This is in the early <laughs> days when I thought you actually had to use 140 characters. Oh. I've only been on it for a couple of months. So I, and I thought, wow, this is taking a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, this is, how do people do this? Just no, hitting the exact. Needs a yeah, certain I kind of... Some, I thought there was some... I could see the pleasure in doing exactly 140 characters, but I, I, uh, I found it very difficult. Like, it's a great I think it would be a lot less aggressive if people had stuck to that kind of... Yeah, I agree. Well, exacting. I, I like you on Twitter a lot, Sean, because you're... You're new to it, and I like it because you're actually doing jokes and stuff like that, whereas now it's just people saying, Trump is shit... I can't stand this line. Oh, is it? Can, yeah. no, it's a lot easier than I thought. Yeah, so... I thought uh, you had to do jokes. For you, for this show, you make it very <laughs> we easy. Had a, we had a lovely conversation on Twitter, as I recall. Lots of people were getting in. I didn't like the fact that other people were chiming in. No. I felt bad for you that you were getting all these notifications. Well, then we started direct messages. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I could have just spoken to him. Wow, what a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, question four. <laughs> I'm giving myself the silent treatment. Uh, David, I'm thinking David. So Sean thinks David. No, it was Damien. A point there for Damien. Damien. Oh. So many yes. names there. Who, what happened? No, what happened? So, so sad. A point what there for Damien. He wrote that. It's a, it's a song lyric. Oh, okay. From yeah. uh, I Want to Be Loved by Me. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, so there's yeah. no penalty. Is this is this weird for you having Classic your song lyrics vinyl. read back to you? Yeah, it's oh, in a quiz. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. And, you know, normally um, when I come up in a quiz, it's usually uh, to do with balaclavas. So it's yeah. quite a it's it's very refreshing, Josh. Oh, like, thanks. thanks. I've yeah. done my research. Yeah, great. Yeah. What was that? Although song? I do write some weird lyrics. There was some beautiful <laughs> lyrics. I, I maintain that the, the finest collection of your lyrics is actually in the album uh, Second to Last that you've done with uh, Kate Miller Heidke. Same with oh. you on it. Uh, uh, epistemophobia. Epistemophobia. I didn't want to try it and say it because I got it wrong. Um, yeah. But I, I, that is a great... Took me a few goes. In fact, we should play that now, oh, Josh. You got well, that? Well, I don't have it. The listener can stop, okay. yeah. pause yeah. it, buy it from iTunes. No, it'll be on YouTube. Much. Very kind of you, Sean. It's uh, great. It's a great song. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, having an, uh, uh, somebody who is, is obviously super talented sing it, uh, I was... You know, I, I felt particularly sort of um, special and important, uh, you know, when that happened. Have you had, had anyone turn well, you down? It's a stupid song called Epistemophobia, for Christ's sake. Well, you it's, know? Quite, it's deeper, it's deeper. Oh, yeah, I've been turned down, yeah, definitely. Yeah, who's the worst? In the nicest way? possible way. Who's the one that you really wanted? That well, do um, Courtney Barnett's manager said, thanks for reaching out. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. It's a, uh, a horrible expression, even when used It's good, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, question five. <laughs> If you can see when a garden needs watering, then you should easily be able to tell if a woman hates your guts. Hashtag Don Burke. Who wrote that? David. Yes, David. I want to say perhaps Hannah. You are correct. Yes, it is Hannah. Point there for David. You're not really committed though, are you? Both times. (laughs) I I want to say perhaps. Have a go. Hannah. Yeah, you've already said I've given you the point. It's fine. Thank you. (laughs) you, I'll leave it open though at the end. 
I like the jokes. I like all the jokes that I'm hearing. And I use Twitter in the world. I don't use it anymore. I basically just don't use it. So it's nice to hear people use it for our purpose. Mm. That's you too. Yes, I was, I, I was contractually obliged. I was contractually obliged to... Uh, to um, oh, for your use book. social media to advertise my book. Is that what? Is that? And I what thought that's. Oh, I thought I'd just do that, and that'll be. Wouldn't it be funny if I just did one? And <laughs> just advertising the book. And then, and then I, horse racing came along, and, and it, it invited yeah. a comment, you know. Uh, and then seed bell that I saw in Coles, you know, I felt I had to mention it, seed bells. It as sucks well. you in. Yeah. What seed bells? Well, seed bells. I, I should follow you. <laughs> I saw a seed bell. I saw a seed bell, and I thought. Why are they? Why are muesli bars so much more expensive than seed bells when they're basically the same thing? You know what a seed bell is? No, oh, it's for a seed belt. No, yeah. and I'm like, gosh, oh, is that what the birds the, eat? The birds yeah, eat. It's cheaper bells. than a seed belts. A rectangle. <laughs> yes, that's right. Don't put a seed bell on if you're having an accident <laughs> in the car. Can't ring it. It's not a horn. Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, that was my pithy observation and. Uh, and I thought, well, this is this is fun. You can just do joke because I don't do stand up, so I've never I don't do stand up, and that that felt like a stand up joke. Probably wouldn't get a huge laugh, but on Twitter, of course, you know, yeah. you get away with that on Twitter. It's free. No one complains. Yeah, who cares? You don't hear the they laughs, do though. They, they do. They do complain. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> do they complain? I haven't had anyone say anything horrible. You don't listen. You don't. Listen. What's that? They don't. They don't. They you just block them or something. Oh no no. Some people just complain. Really? Not necessarily you. Oh. Oh, um, I see what you mean. Yeah, they just—that's—they do complain. Do you think it's used more negatively than positively? Well, you know, it's like you know, it's a vacuum. Yes, I'm—I'm I'm perplexed by it. I don't think it's necessary. I like it for this show. That's the only reason I'm still on it. I tell myself. Do you still like it now, though? Right now? Yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> question six: I kissed Josh Thomas. Now I'm leaving the country. Who wrote that? Damien. Yes, Damien. David. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Damien Cowell. I've yes. seen it on the telly. I have no memory of that post. You, you, where did, I want to know where you went. Probably America. It must have been after the, we shot the TV show. I, I, so I, probably the UK to do Edinburgh, I'm guessing. Yeah. Maybe. It sounded quite lyrical. I thought it might have been a song. I was going to say Damien. Okay, that's I nice. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damien doesn't mind. Could you give me the line again? I, I kissed Josh Thomas. Now I'm leaving the country. It's got a good beat. Yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be the title of my biography. I kissed a girl and I, li- I, I liked it. Did you two have any scenes together in the show, talk. Hannah and David? No. Uh, no, none. No, they know how bad we work together. Yeah, on screen. Just off. no chemistry. Because <laughs> so the, the last... I was thinking about you today, Hannah. Remember to tell you. Because you're, you're you. also in Rosehaven, David. Yes. As Celia's love interest. You've had yes. to kiss Celia and Josh Thomas. I've, those are yeah. two things I've done yeah. Yeah, yeah, in life. Who was more professional? I learnt. Oh, I can't answer that question, but I will answer. No, it's the kisser. I mean, oh, uh, you know, they're both very pro. Thomas, th- Josh, th- Thomas. <laughs> All I learned is that. Oh, men... Tomo, he's not professional. No, that's well said. But also, men have <laughs> massive mouths, which I learned. Well, yeah, yeah, no, but you're only judging on presumably. Just I don't Josh. think anyone in this room is an expert on that. On, on mouths or well, men so mouths. Men no, no, no. Well, there's, maybe there's, Josh. Well, I wouldn't I mean, say I'm an expert. Yeah, but like David, the most. I'm like that's, an amateur. Yeah. Like a paid amateur. An enthusiastic amateur. amateur. Yeah. That's right. You don't have to, you don't have to kiss a mouth to know that it's big, though. I mean, you can probably just look at it. No, no I need to kiss you, Steve Tyler's mouth so. now. Sure, right. Right. Maybe look at your mouth in totally new ways now. And it's uh, shocking. Totally new. Yeah. I thought you I was a um, exuded a sort of uh, malevolence in that bit. Uh, it was kind of like a Pinter character. Uh, and um, I was pretty impressed by that. I mean, you know, fuck the kissing business. It was the, uh, the it was the slight, yeah, it was that sl- slight hint of danger I felt. 
Thanks. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I'd like to think there was subtlety. Just edit this out, please. No, no. Um, that's a good quote. Keep that you in. Put, put that. Edit me yeah. talking out. No. Oh. Thanks, Sammy. That's nice. Yeah. I was disappointed because Josh, uh, Josh told me when he started the when he was going to write the series, he said, "Oh, he's very excited about it." And there's a role. He said, "There's a role in it for you." I thought, "Well, that's great." Who is it? And, he, and it was his grandmother. And he thought it'd be funny if I played his grandmother. But then he just, uh, I don't know, uh, and having not seen the show, <laughs> yeah. I've not seen any episodes and at all. Not so supportive being. am I, Owen? Uh, not I'm being assume, Barry Humphreys. Yeah, I'm assuming that the grandmother was uh, portrayed at some point in the four series. And, Spoiler uh, alert, yes. dies in the end of the first series. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, so not any opportunity for me to come back unless there's a ghost. Yeah. But he, uh, he obviously cast somebody else, which I felt, uh, I felt quite miffed. I feel quite miffed. I'm happy to say well, it on this program. I can't imagine that. It's fascinating. Well, he's a listener of the program, so he'll he'll know. No, he's well, not. Uh, he's got a very large mouth. <laughs> question seven. <laughs> John. Question seven. John Butler acknowledging traditional owners of the land more than makes up for never acknowledging the names of the rest of his trio. Sean. Yes, Sean. Damien? No, that was Hannah Gadsby. Point really? over Hannah. Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. Good one. That's that a one. Very yeah. good one. Did you write yeah. that down? Yeah. That's a beauty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time ago, that one. I, I spent a lot of time picking on John Butler. Yeah, so um, have I. But it was mainly about sort of, you know, <laughs> fantasising about have, him having uh, like a giant pie warmer in the in his dressing shed and hanging out with <laughs> a lot of uh, mining uh, mag- magnates, you know. That but was, is that true? Uh, no. I saw, I saw John Butler. This is why I don't like him. One, I, I'm not a fan of his music, but that's fine. You can write, not everyone has to be a fan of everyone's work. But I saw him walking down the street wearing his own band's T-shirt, wearing denim overalls with one of the straps undone like he was in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I mean, he just sounds like a Christian television actor. And that's why I went, I'm, I'm not a fan of you parading down the street with your own T-shirt on. Like, and I yeah. get, okay, it might be laundry day, but you don't go It walking. wouldn't be that, yeah. would it? No. Well, Joey, Joey Ramone can wear his own T-shirt. Yeah. But I don't reckon anybody else can. Whose T-shirts do you wear? <laughs> I, well, I don't wear a Josh oh, L T-shirt. I accidentally used a, one of my own tote bags once. That was, that's all right. What's a tote bag? You know, like a um, little canvas bag. Canvas bag. I had a bit of merch. Oh, I see. Oh, bit I, did of, bit, I didn't wear it. Obviously. What was on it? Was your face on it? No, but you know, it had my had my name on it. Well, that's all right. That's just your tote bag. If yeah, you left it somewhere. You say, <laughs> "Oh, that's mine. That must be mine." It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of my bags in there. <laughs> that's okay. Question eight. <laughs> I'm Sartre's collected works on Brendan Favola's bookshelf. Oh, that's got to be Damien. You are correct, Sean. Yes, that it was that's Damien. That's got to be yes. Damien. <laughs> I've forgotten how to play. I've not answered one. I'm just, you've, just, got, you've got a point, though. Don't worry. I, I just go, I this doing? is interesting. and then We'll find out in the, at the end of the round. Oh, You're doing all right, though, Sean. You need to know now to be encouraged. You're doing all right. <laughs> but you are, how have you gotten this far in life? <laughs> I, I was trying to find if there was a photo of Brendan Favola with... With a bookshelf behind him, I'd be fascinated <laughs> to know what he's got on his yeah. bookshelf. I, I must admit, I was I pretty amazed that he yeah. ended up <laughs> on a radio <laughs> program. I mean, obviously, commercial radio programs aren't exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you've uh, in your la- in your most recent album, great, you uh, you partner him with several others. Uh, Shakespeare, Joyce, and Favola, yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> and that's, that's John Butler's tree. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. Yeah. What's that big uh, uh, Butler trio song? Is it Zebra? Is that what it's called? I think so. Does it's the one that goes... Well, there's a song on Paul McCartney's uh, Memory Almost Fall, which is very similar ah. to Zebra, and I wonder whether McCartney ripped him off. Always been a hack, that McCartney. 
Uh, Interesting. Because I remember back to Tim Rogers as well. One year at Falls Festival, he uh, passed out on stage two songs in. It was one of the best gigs I've ever seen. <laughs> Everyone was booing him. I'm like, no, this is what this is what you're meant to be watching. And then as a replacement, John Butler got up and did the rest of his set. And I'm like, this is the worst possible get outcome. Booed. No one booed <laughs> no, that. No, they loved yeah. it. They were like, yes, That's wrong, isn't, isn't, it? He, isn't yeah. he great? But he can't lose. He can't lose. He can, though. Yeah. Ultimately. <laughs> ultimately. Interesting. I, there's the first incarnation. I know one of the names of the first incarnation of the trio yes. because I was skateboarding. As people know, I love to skateboard. And I was skating with a guy called Rory. I found out his surname was Rory Quirk. And he said he was in a band. I said, oh, what band? He said, I remember him saying, this is 15 years ago. And he said, oh, it's very rootsy. I remember you used that word. And I was like, okay, keep talking. And he said, that's the John Butler trio. And I was like, I like you. And you, we share a surname, which was really strange. But he quit or was fired early on, I think. If, if you're listening, Rory, uh, Maybe that's why he luck. just called them the trio, so he can just keep I love keep how, moving. like, you... I mean, you held on a lot of details in that one. And it was very good skateboarder, very Rory. <laughs> about you, sorry. Excellent skateboarder. Gave me a skateboard. Rootsy is interesting. Yeah, Rootsy. That, would have, that would have clung to you. What does that mean? What does it mean, Josh? You know, Roots. you can talk that way. It means they've got dreadlocks. It means they've. There might be a double bass. There might be a double bass in there. They've, they've gone off to Machu Picchu to find themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort of. Cultural fug. appropriation. A fug of yeah. unwashed <laughs> and uh, our, credibility. Our, our last question for the round. Twitter's shit. Who wrote that? Wow. Who wrote Twitter's shit? Uh, someone. Hannah. Done a yes, lot Hannah. David. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Hannah. Well, That's what I remember. Yeah. What, what, why? <laughs> what happened? What happened? What led to it? Just, just, just occurred to me. Occurred to me the minute I got on it, and it occurred to me about two years later. <laughs> yeah. how, many, how many likes? What's that? How many likes did that comment get? I don't know. I don't. I honestly. Yeah, don't follow. I'm trying to get off Facebook and all of them. At the end of the round, the scores are <laughs> Hannah on two oh. points. Sean on two points. David on two points. But in the lead on three points is Damien Cow. Damien. Oh, wow, what a dark yeah. horse. I would, have, I would have thought I was winning. Yeah. Well, I did talk about it, but I didn't, I didn't obviously score any points. Our next game is called Won't You Be My Neighbour. It's a new round where we talk about our neighbours, and in particular, an ex-neighbour of David Quirk. Now, one morning, David was at home when his neighbour knocked on the door. This was the first time they'd ever spoken, and she told him how she'd just locked herself out of the house, but her back door was unlocked, and could she jump over his fence let herself in because she was running late for work and needed to be there. David said that's fine, but because the fence was quite high and she was in her work clothes, he, being a gentleman, offered to jump the fence for her. But what happened next? Was it A, David jumped and as he landed, quite badly rolled his ankle. He was in a lot of pain and as he lay there on the ground wincing, he could hear the neighbour banging on her front door yelling, why is it taking so long? It took him a minute to get to the door. When he told her what happened, she showed no sign of empathy and just said how she was late for work and didn't have time for this. That's the first option. Was it B? David jumped the fence and met her at the front door. She quickly grabbed her keys, drove off, only for David to realise that she had closed his front door behind her and now he was locked out of his house with no phone, no wallet, and he was wearing his pyjama pants. Or C, once he got into her house, he got distracted and started just walking around the house, checking out her books and her DVD collection. And when she knocked on the door, he realised he'd been in there for too long. So he thought it'd be funny if he grabbed her, her dressing gown, put it on, and then opened the door saying, Hi, I've been expecting you. She did not find this amusing at all. Now, one of these is true. You can ask him as many questions as you want to try and get the right answer, but bear in mind, he wants you to guess it incorrectly, because he'll get your point. The thing is, it's like... It's quite possible all of them happened. 
you can like ask it was him. just the, the one <laughs> all of those different occasions. He rolled yeah. his ankle. Same occasion. Too. Rolled his ankle, wore a dressing gown, then got locked out of the house. Yeah. I can tell you that's not what it is. I think, yeah, for me, I, I, A A has the rambling uh, structure of truth about it. The mm. second one is a little neat. The second option that you gave us, Josh, is a little bit neat. The third one is funny, but funny in a way that sounds like a funny story rather than truth. So, so, so I'm just... So ask David. David. Is A the true one? <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to ask? Or I'm well, supposed you can, to but he, he, he can lie. There's right. not, he doesn't oh, have can to tell I, the truth. Can I ask the original context of this story? How did it come out? Was it uh, something you wrote or uh, a story that you wrote? Uh, it's a thing. It's an event that happened to I me. I know it actually happened to you, but how does this? How does Josh know about this story? Where would it have been? That he would I have talked seen? about it in my last comedy show. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So uh, you, you shared it with an audience. I did. Okay. How do you go... How do you go skateboarding with weak ankles? (laughs) With my weak ankles? uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I get by. Do you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you, it's very important to have good ankles, obviously, yeah, as a skateboarder. Yeah, so does that, in, uh, you know, have you, have you... So you've, you've ruled some, out one story quite easily, yeah, haven't you? yeah. But who knows? <laughs> People, uh, I could roll an ankle, I suppose. Oh, anyway, no, that's up to you to decide that. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just... You're not buying it, are you? No, I'm not. You've had a few accidents off your skateboard. And I have. Yeah. None of them involve my ankles. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you broken a collarbone? Ironically, there have been head injuries. That's yeah. true. We, yeah. we could have guessed that. Yeah. 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 So you don't wear a helmet when you skate? I do sometimes. He wants friends, that's why. What about elbows and knees? No. So I'm always encouraging my son, who likes skateboarding, to to wear both uh, elbow pads and knee pads. I'll take him out, Sean, if you'd like. Yeah, I'll encourage the same things. Just I won't be doing it in front of you. But um, (laughs) yeah, I'll take him skateboarding. That's not what this is about. It can be about whatever. Ask questions. Ask as many questions as you want. Uh, David, um, uh, sorry, Hannah. Uh, David, um, this relies heavily, I just realise, on at least these three guests not having seen the last show I just did. Which I lease for these two is probably absolutely true, and maybe no, too. I'm sorry. Good, no, this is good for the show. <laughs> uh, so uh, the the uh, the woman um, was she is she someone you wish to make a good impression on? Uh, no, it was more. It was very much in the moment. I'd been in the house. It was a new house, like the house I'm still living in. I'd been in the house for about literally a week, and so I just it was the first visitor I'd had at the house. I lived with a housemate who was out at the time. I remember I was in the kitchen when the door knocked and I went to answer the door and I found this woman. She was embarrassed. <laughs> I found her there, like an old how, how runaway old, How old is the, is the woman, just for context? In, uh, so I can... She was in her 40s, okay. I imagine, early 40s perhaps. Where did she work? Don't know. No idea. Did you think to ask her that question? Not between, no. Have no, s- not at all. Have no. you seen her since? Funnily enough, no. Was it early? It was, Even though it was nine like, to five, but like so it was quite early. Yeah, yeah. I was just worried. Yeah, what? It's yeah. about eight eight a.m. ish. This is a neighbour. Oh, I'm going next door neighbour who you've not seen since. True story. 
True story, I've looked. Has anyone I've had seen? Such, I, has anyone seen? <laughs> you found her and then you lost her. Because I figured when I do run into her next, it's going to be very unusual. I'm surprised I've never seen her since. Yeah. Can I ask how long ago was it this incident? It was okay. close to a year ago. Mm. Have the police been around? <laughs> no, no. Okay. When I say she's the next door neighbour, there's my house and then a, a lane, and she's the next door neighbour, but her, like I'm, a, she's on the main road, if that makes sense, and I'm sort of behind her house. I mean, you just sound like a stalker now. Who's no, killed somebody? Behind her. Who's clearly killed somebody and buried them? Um, David, where did you find her dressing gown? Uh, it was in the front room, like his and her. If they have like a heteronormative relationship, yes. Right. Hang on, the front room. Front bedroom. You went into a bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Was nodding for the. Was the uh, was the was the gown the gowns, I'm nodding, Were they hanging on the back of the door? Sorry. The gowns hanging on the back. Yes, of the door? Yes, they were. Yes. And did you? Why did you go for her gown and not his? I don't because it was a rush. Like same reason. I was Josh Thomas wanted to cast you as his grandmother. <laughs> yeah, for ridiculous reasons. Uh, no, there was, was so so little thought. And, but there was, enough, there was enough thought that uh, they different colour? in some other world this will be funny. I think I was relying on some ridiculous idea that this will be funny and will win her over in some strange way. Are you wondering how you think she, he told the difference between his and her? Yes, I'm just curious. Mm, I, I don't know. It would have been a flourish. Would have been the, in the detail. An H on the pocket. No, it would have been. It <laughs> would have been. <laughs> it would have been a, a, a you know. A, you know, no fancy hemline or anything, or flourish or, or, or doily situation. No, I don't even know the right word. Or maybe, I, ch- maybe I chose. <laughs> maybe I chose for the f- more feminine one. You know, uh, flanny. Was I wear? Was it a flannel? No, was it a flanny? Yes. No, it was a red sort of um, towel, towel, sort of terry toweling. Did it have oh. sleeves, or did you just grab a towel? <laughs> it wasn't a vest. No, it was a. Um, Were there any slippers near the toweling uh, dressing gown? Couldn't say. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Was it a heavyweight? Couldn't say or, or a won't waffle say. wave. I can't can't say. I, I don't recall. What colour was the quilt on the bed? If it wasn't a truly weird thing, I wouldn't have talked about it in my show. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Do, do you do you know what you think it is? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say. Um, I'm, uh, so C C. So that is uh, got distracted, walked around, put on a robe. Okay. Yeah. Hannah thinks C. Sure. I think I think A A, which is he. Uh, roll rolled his ankle. Yes. Well, yes, I know, but it's more the it's more the structure of it. Feels like a real story. Okay. Um, not sure the punchline was strong. All right. Don't know how it went. Typical, typical, you're either offending yeah. David or me here. <laughs> <laughs> and Damien, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think sort of. Uh, I can sense Hannah was really sort of zoning in on David there with a with a rapier kind of uh, accuracy. So I'm going to just hop on board there and go for C as well. For C. Yeah. You are correct. It was C. So a point there for Hannah. A point there for. Damien, and a point there for David. So no point for Sean. Yeah. Sorry. Do Sean. I get a point for that? You got a point because you get Sean's point. Oh, well done. Deducted. I'm sorry, Sean. That's all right. So I lose a point. No, you don't lose a point. You just didn't gain a point. I see, I see. And so a you, point to Josh for the longest multiple choice I've <laughs> yes. ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, you got to yeah, get a story. Was, you got to get a story. I knew. I knew. You know. I, I knew David wouldn't go into much detail. He would just answer be... it with a straight bat. So yeah, yeah. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because and it doesn't matter if he knows the answer or not. He'll still look confused. Yeah. 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 That's right. At the end of the round, That's the scores amazing. are Sean on two points, Hannah on three points, David on three points, and Damien in the lead on four points. Yay!
just stopping the podcast to let you know about Tim Rogers' amazing book, Detours. Yes, out through HarperCollins. It is a fantastic book. It is like Tim Rogers, if you don't know Tim Rogers, one of the country's best songwriters. His albums are so, so good with his band You Are My and even his solo stuff. That first album with the twin set, oh, so good. What Rhymes With Cars and Girls, oh, brilliant album. Anyway, this book is also great as well. So it's called Detours, and it's all about his life as a musician, his life as a man, his life as a dad, his life as a son. It's really, really great, and I recommend anyone who has an interest in great stories, and if you listen to this podcast, maybe you do like stories, uh, to go out and pick up a copy of the book. Also, while you're there, tweet him. Tim Rogers Music, I think his Twitter handle is. Say, hey, Tim, I've read your book. It's great. You know what would be even better? If you went on Don't You Know Who I Am to talk about it. How good would that be? I think Josh wants to have me on. Yeah, I do. Fuck yes, I do. I want Tim Rogers on the podcast. He's one of my top three guests. Right up there. Right up there. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's out now, and it is fantastic. So go to a bookshop, go buy it, and then do, do everything else I said. Anyway, back to the podcast. Okay, our next round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. You get a point if you get it right, but a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So you ask them as many questions as you can, you get this individually. So, to David, when Sean was filming the first of the McAuliffe program, he had written a bunch of sketches about this character called Dr. Miracle. Featuring a character called David McGann. His writing partner and producer, Gary McCaffrey, is not a fan of this, this character. And so Sean didn't tell him they were going to be in the show. The ABC built a huge set for it, and when Gary saw it, asked Sean, what's this for? And Sean sheepishly just walked off to the canteen. Yeah or nah? In a first season of a TV show, you were just so confident to sort of try and get away with something, a stunt like that, do you think? Which I would pop, certainly believe about you, Sean. You, is that how you feel, confident uh, in those yeah, early days? Yeah, arrogant. Arrogant, know, sure. I'd say sure. arrogant, probably. Cocky, smug and glib. Okay, story checks out, yeah. Mm. Um, but then how do you smugly sheepish? Oh, no, no. I'm, oh, when I... Well, you walked away sheepishly. Yeah, no, well, that, maybe, that's the, maybe that's the false bit. I agree, it doesn't sound consistent at all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's in, that's a, it's a problem mm. in there, but but I think we're all we're all we're, we're all walking dichotomies. You know, we all have a, a dark side and a light side that struggle uh, eternally within us. And I think I'm quite capable of showing more than just you know one face to an audience yeah. or to humanity. I believe that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I it's true. No further questions, Your Honour. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I need to try and catch him out. Yeah. Well, do you think do you think that is a true story, or do you think I've just made that up? I sort of. Well, look at the story you just heard about me. I mean, I've got no right to... Like, I don't believe or disbelieve anything anymore. I'm as confused as anyone. I I did get it wrong, though, with you. So please... <laughs> That's true. You John. don't feel obliged to be correct. That's true. Uh, where did Mr. Miracle come from as, a, uh, as an idea? I think you'll find he's a doctor. Uh, <laughs> a doctor miracle, wasn't Doctor miracle, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he, he's... Uh, Yes, I, I, you know, maybe he became a doctor later and started out as just a married man. He may, well, he may, he may be an specialist. Yeah, he's an orthopedic surgeon. He would be called Mister Miracle, I suppose, <laughs> or a dentist. Um, yes, I'm not. I'm not familiar with his backstory. I mean, most actors do work out some sort of backstory to give the character some sort of credibility. I, 
on the other hand, uh, just find it amusing to wear a lot of makeup or trip over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I approach my acting. I mean, that's probably why I didn't get the grandmother role in the in the Josh Thomas whatever Josh Josh Thomas's show is called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like that. I actually completely believe him. There, whether I'm should or not. You gonna say yeah? I think we should say yeah, please. You are correct. Yes, that is true. Yes, that's a true story. The thing that gave it away for me was how quickly he cut me down when I accidentally called him Mister Miracle. (laughs) I was like, oh, he's talking from the heart here. (laughs) But this is something he clearly remembers. So, how how did you resolve it? Did you actually sit down with Gary, or you just went, oh, we're doing it? Uh, well, we, they're already built, built the set. I mean, it costs a considerable amount of yeah. money. When's the, when's the last time the ABC actually built a set for anything? It's know? like the doctor. I mean, it works with the character as well. Like, you know, it costs a lot to go to medical school. Yes. So you, That's right. You, you, you know, kind of committed to it, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Because it was a big, like, kind of walk and talk, kind of like West Wing kind of set. Yeah, although to be, fair, to be fair, to be fair, there was two series. There was actually the second season, I suppose. It, was, uh, it wasn't Dr. Miracle, it was actually uh, District Attorney Ferguson. Oh, another DA. QC. So mm. technically, uh, technically, it was wrong. Oh, well, I'll edit that out of the podcast. It'll take, be fine. That, take that point off, uh, David, and give it to me. <laughs> I got this from a quiet word. Your interview on a quiet word. So there really? you go. So oh, okay. Well, blame I, Tony. I got it wrong. Okay. And uh, oh. David McGann. Yes. That's who you were when we first met. Was it yes, not? Yes, that's right. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, Damien's ref- light and shade. Damien's yeah. referring to uh, an episode of Full Frontal, which was a show that we did many years ago on Channel Seven, where we uh, where David McGann, who was a, you know, a presenter in this case of a rock and roll. Uh, show got Tizamon because uh, I'm on the drug that killed River Phoenix was uh, ch- topping the charts as I recall back in 1996. Yes, and uh, right. and that's where I first met Damien. Although I didn't know it was Damien because he was covered in glow mesh and uh, <laughs> and some sort of burn burns mask. <laughs> And uh, and they were very mean to David McGann, as I recall. There was yes. there was I no one feel a bit no one spoke to me. It was all on it was all on a, a dictaphone. And it was a, this is like a bad comedy show, I think, was one of the answers to one of my questions, which, though accurate, would be hard for me to come back from that. <laughs> okay, so to Hannah. Now, Damien was backstage at the Big Day Out one year when he saw Blixer Bargeld from The Bad Seeds and other, other stuff and his girlfriend. Damien told her that he was Wayne Carey, the famous AFL footballer, and she just closed the door on him. Yeah or nah? <laughs> Does that usually open doors? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look like him, Hannah, so, you know, I've never encountered uh, any sort of knockback before. Um, No, I don't really look like him, but um, it's just my way of um, dealing with the discomfort of uh, meeting famous people, Um, sort of bad stuff just comes out. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, so you have an impulse control. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it's like sort of shouting cunt in the supermarket, you know? (laughs) It's Tourette's. Do you think, though, like in comparison, perhaps she could could do some work on just meeting people? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, although I wasn't disappointed, I must admit, because um, if she had been really nice and sort of let me in and, and, you know... Asked about how my week was and stuff. Yeah, Where's the fun trained? in that? Would have been far worse. Yeah. Mm. Um, was there any witnesses to this? Did um, or you know? Did someone? No, no. So it could all be bullshit. Um, Even the story itself. Yes. It could be. <laughs> there is that. Yeah. You could have made it up. Yeah. It's been put out there. He believes it now, so now it's true. Well, Josh is pretty That's, impressed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, no, I'm there a North were... Melbourne supporter, so I like Wayne Carey. So anyone pretending. Well, there may have been. I used to like Wayne Carey. Let's go back. I, I yeah. used to like Wayne Carey. 
Yeah. There, there were a lot of people walking around. This was the walkie-talkie era, of course. The, you that know, era. Uh, that's yeah. really painting a picture. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of people, are the, the, it was very exciting to play the big day out because, um, uh, you know, you could see famous people, for starters, but also just the, the heady um, sort of self-importance. It was sort of like the school production on a massive level. And... Um, so there's all these people walking around talking, but I'm sure they're not actually talking, but, you know, wishing everyone to see how important they are. So there may have been, you know, like you asked me, was there anyone who witnessed it? It may have been someone doing that. Yeah. Um, just, it's possible that may have been the case. Yeah, right. I'm you're, just leading you oh, astray here. Oh, nice but, details, uh, though. I like the walkie-talkie era. What do you think, Hannah? Yeah or nah? I'm going to say uh, nah. You are incorrect. It was true. A point there for Damien. I, was, I balked at the last minute. I really wanted to be true. <laughs> That's all right. Ah, it's good. It was it's actually, uh, was, I think one detail was slightly wrong. Oh, though. It was well, the after the party. Um, it was Perry Farrell's oh, Perry. after party oh, in, the, um, in the hotel in Adelaide. Oh, and, okay. uh, and I then said, I'm really glad I didn't get in because I imagined they would all just be up there playing bongos. <laughs> Nick Cave was there and stuff, so yeah. John they were never going to let me in. In those situations, because you were quite vocal about, you know, you would give a bit of shit to some kind of rock stars of the day, Nick Cave in particular. Were you worried that he was going to, you know, see you and clock you on? Or was that, you know, the beauty of the balaclavas? No one yeah, you? look, you know, we're, we're cowardly, uh, <laughs> weasel-faced, middle-class, um, uh, you know, hiding behind these masks. Um, and, and thank God, really. Um, the, the other side of that, of course, is that you don't get stopped in the milk bar by very attractive-looking people. Um, but generally speaking... Um, you know, it's pretty Comes good. At a high price. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Like you know, we we sort of like the uh, we were like the accountants um, yeah. on the tour. You know, the guy from um, Rancid, who were a big band at the time, he had a big red star mohawk, and he sat next to me on the plane. And every time he looked out the window, his mohawk sort of brushed my head. <laughs> but um, I, I managed to persuade him for the entire journey that I was actually working on the tour as, a, as an accountant. So, yeah, well, I mean, I look like one, don't I? Okay, to Damien. Now, David recently flew back from India where on the plane he fell asleep sitting next to the tour manager. Very similar story. But David had a very sexy dream. It was so sexy that when he woke up, he was worried that he had ejaculated. Good news, though, he hadn't. Yeah or nah? Brave either way. <laughs> Very uh, brave. So brave. So the, the tour manager of your tour? Yes. Right. And as you can see, I've just come, this doesn't mean that I've just come back from India, but it's a, I have. It's a yeah. hint. Yeah. It's yeah. a clue. This flag that I'm wearing, a flag pin. Um, and um, where, where was the flight from and to? Was it a long flight? Uh, that would have been from Kuala Lumpur back to Melbourne, I think. That yeah. leg. Yeah. yeah, the second half so of the journey. Eight hours? Yes, it is about yeah. eight hours, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's yes. long dream. It's eight enough. whole hours. <laughs> Very ejaculatory flight, that one. I'm a bit upset you just didn't use the classic wet dream. So you, you abandoned that. I like to give you had to include where to go. Yuck. So you uh, dreamt. Mile high, Sprog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you dreamt that you uh, ejaculated, but you didn't. Is that right? Um, Dreams, they really trick you. <laughs> I f thought 
that I, I was just amazed to uh, have a, a, a very erotic dream sitting upright in a, a plane chair. Yes. Right. Okay. So wet dreams out, and so was so, your seat just the plane chair? <laughs> I thought you hated jokes, Hannah. <laughs> no jokes. Plane seat. Um, uh, yes, seat, so seat bell, in fact. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Low and tight. Mile high seat. Yes. Any more questions, Damien? Um, do, do we need to know any more? Uh, no. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Nah. It was. Yeah. He really did that. He really told me that was a story to worth telling on the podcast. So I didn't say that. <laughs> you asked me if I had anything today. I said, "Well, this was sort of interesting to me." I like it. It's a good story. It's not really a story. It all happened in his head. That's my favourite part of it. But There's no story. That's no a story. No one else would look at what was happening there and go, something. No, nah, he was just asleep and woke up and then looked worried. That's interesting. Can I? I'm going to jot that down. So any story that is, here's the story, and then and then I woke up. It was just a dream. Yeah. That's not a good story. No, no. But even just a thought, you happens. Happens. But what happens if you're saying it's not a story at all? But what happens if I? Oh, definitely on? sitting in a seat. No, that's in, a, in, and in, I was in, flying on a plane. But these are all. But that's not a story. Well, here's a story that nothing. Happened. That's not a story. There's I, I quite often, when I walk past smokers, I quite often wish I had a, a pair of scissors and I could just snip it in half and just keep on walking. I never do it though. But is that not a story to that's tell? That's not a story. That's, that's not a story. That's story. nothing. No, that's, that's nothing. just a thing that's you nothing. think about. I don't like smokers. There you go. That's what I do. I have it back here. No, that's a great story. <laughs> Thanks. Josh, I'm a big fan. Thanks. That's just a desire, really, yeah. isn't it? It's also when I walk past children. This is before I was a parent, and they were at the perfect height just to punch in the face. <laughs> That, I never did it, but you're just like, that would be funny just to walk past and go, that's, pop. Well, that's glad. an interesting admission. It looks like you've got... That's not a story. It's an impulse control mm-hmm. that you, you don't <laughs> have. <laughs> no, no good that's impo- right. Good control, though. You don't do it. No. Yeah, so well done. Yeah, well done, yeah. Hold yeah. it in. Okay, to Sean. Oh, hello. Now, this is a question about Hannah Gadsby. Now, Hannah right. recently was in Edinburgh and got a message that Emma Thompson wanted to meet up with her. Hannah and her manager met up with her in a pub and Emma went to get a round in. When she came back with the drinks, she also had some crisps, which she opened up for the table. Hannah noticed, though, that every time Emma Thompson picked up a chip, she quickly put it to her nose and then ate it. Yeah or nah? That's very interesting. Now, were you aware... So is that a story? Where This is a great story, but one worthy of some interrogation, I think. When Emma brought the crisps back to the table, did she open the packets and put them in a bowl? There's no bowl. There was no bowl. So no. you simply opened the packets and put them on the table? Yeah, it wasn't a permanent venue, so there was no permanent sort of tableware either. Okay. Yeah. And was it evident from the uh, crisp packet what flavour they were? Yeah. Okay. Were they all the same flavour or did she bring back... Just uh, plain. Just plain. Mm. So no real need to smell them because plain <laughs> chips just smell... Like salt. You don't need to what authenticate need them potato. anyway. But what <laughs> need would there be after the first one? Yes, that's true. Were, was, there, was there an expiry date on the crisp packet? Did you examine that? I did not touch. Did you the have chip any packet. of the chip you no, saw? I didn't. Why not? Because uh, I was quite nervous. Really? Yeah. And what did she talk about in between mouths full? Mouths full. Yes. She talked about a screenplay she's writing. Fantastic! And would yeah. she want you to read it? Uh, she wanted some input on an Australian character that was in it. Okay. A, a lesbian bus driver. Oh right, and uh, she, and, and she, uh, <laughs> how did she know you though? Did she talk about that? How did she come across you? Did she see you on television? She'd see my show. She'd see my show. She enjoy your show? She did. She did. We. She'd uh, met, stayed behind. Yes. To have a chat with me after the show. Uh huh. 
So this, this, this is why was, you don't wear balaclavas. This was before yeah. before you had uh, crisps and uh, drink. Yeah, that's why she reached out. Oh, okay, yeah. so you already knew. Why were you nervous then? If you already met her? Well, I didn't really meet her. We weren't like it was just you know after the show finished we had a quick chat that wasn't meet. It's like oh gosh. And then I had a prolonged amount of time where I could have really ruined everything. Oh, I see. So there's yeah. a lot at stake. Yeah, here. I wasn't worried about. Her as much as just like I just didn't want to. This could be a great. Uh, this still could be, depending on what happened. Uh, in fact, is it why you didn't ask her why she was smelling the chips? Yeah, I, I, I played it cool. Yeah. She wasn't. Just smelling the chips. What was she drinking? <laughs> and sometimes she just smell the fingers. Too. I said, what was she drinking? Oh. <laughs> Did you? What was she drinking? She had an espresso martini. An espresso martini. What's that? It's a martini with some coffee, coffee in it. Really? It's unnecessary. One's a, a martini. It's quite popular it's, it's these days. But alcohol's yeah. a depressant. You don't need a stimulant and a, and yeah. a depressant together. Yeah, What's so the we'll point? Ask it's business. Um, <laughs> we, we had... Because uh, Edinburgh, you know, so it's like everyone wants to stay up as late as possible and um, still be drunk but watch lots of shows. Any other can comestibles? You can ask me a question. Yeah. May I just a quick one? Absolutely, David. What was she doing in Edinburgh? Watching shows. She's got a place in Scotland. Does she? Her mum's Glaswegian. Right, right. But well, she got a big that, break at Edinburgh quite. Fringe as well, didn't they? Yeah, they, she won the first period. Yeah. Oh, right. Did she? Was she part of the uh, Oxford Cambridge crew? Mm-hmm, was she? Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask this question? No. If she has a house in Glasgow, what was she doing in Edinburgh? Well, it's not in the in Glasgow. But there's somewhere in Scotland. She's got some property. I think, I think you said her mother well, was Glaswegian. There's cracks. There's <laughs> cracks in the story <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. It's all uh, a boy part. I reckon from not. Edinburgh can't. I reckon not. Sean's saying no. I'm saying it's a complete. Fabrication. Sean this woman is, is full of nothing but mendacity, I tell you. Mendacity. It was a dream. I didn't ejaculate. <laughs> That's right. Sean is correct. Yes, it was a lie. Yeah. But, but the thing a is, lot of it was just true. the chips. All the rest of it, like, she, her mum was born in Glasgow and they do have I oh, see, I thought the chips was anything that was true. Yeah, she, she doesn't like <laughs> chips apparently. I like, I like the detail. That's, That's fascinating. That's yeah. She came and saw your show and she, she wanted did. to catch up. And yeah, the, 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 actually, the really interesting part of what happened was she. Um, she took my number. She wanted to have this drink um, that didn't involve chips. But um, the next day she texted to tell me what a wonderful show it was and a you know, range of time. It was a really gushy text. And, but I was in the middle of texting another friend and I accidentally sent a picture of Chuck Norris to Emma Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Just d- double denim, d- two guns a-blazing out of nowhere. What a lovely, what a brilliant show, blah, blah, blah. Would you like to have a drink? <laughs> Chuck Norris. And did she reply? She would have found that funny. She, she said. Did you tell bit, her? She said it was a bit much. Oh. <laughs> did you do a follow up? She text? said I'm hung over. That was a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Sean on three points, Hannah on three points, David on five points, and also on five points is Damien Cow. Yes, we have a tie. Yeah. Oh, DA. The DA. Well, Hannah's the real winner. That's a great story. It is. Our final round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you guys. If you think you know who it is, buzz in by saying your name and say who you think it is. You can't guess your own ones. If you get it right, you get a point. David if you get it wrong, <laughs> if you get it wrong, you lose a point. Only oh, round you can lose points. God. So it's anyone's game. I can't afford to lose any. Mm. Question one. Who here was a state sports champion five years in a row? David. Uh, Damien. Yes, David. I heard David first. I feel like I have to say... No, no. Sean, then. No, it was Hannah Gadsby. Oh, off, David. Golf. <laughs> golf, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot it was a sport. <laughs> yeah, well, some people say it isn't because you don't sweat. And uh, that's it. It's a game. And it was only because he buzzed in. I thought, well, yes, I can't. I know, and I, I assumed it was Damien. So I thought, well, it's mm. unlikely. 
for Sean. I'm just judging everyone. And, and, as and being <laughs> non-athletes all of a sudden, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. Sean strikes me as a sort of a rugby the, scrum half. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you play off now, Hannah? I I don't even like golf. Oh, okay. Did you ever? Yeah, yeah. I think in hindsight, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, was, I used to, yeah. Who drove you to it? Um, well, I used to be a really good goalie in hockey. I was a representative, played representative. And you but, thought, I've got the stick, I might as well. Well, pretty much, but I had a horrific accident. I tore the anterior cruciate ligament in my knee. Can't repair that in a kid that well. And so I'd had this really, de- just dislocate. And so I couldn't play hockey anymore. And so mum said, why don't you play slow hockey? <laughs> <laughs> and you turned out to be pretty good at it. Yeah, I think, yeah. State champion, five years in a row. Yeah. Tasmania, but still. Yeah. yeah. And so do you still have the trophies? They're under mum and dad's house. Well, mo- hey, it's hang on, basically, hang on. Wait, hey, hey, why are they under the house? Well, because it's a dowry. Basically, if you, you know, <laughs> if you go play golf, you won something. It's like casserole dishes and, like... Pretty much, oh, they're just preparing you for marriage. That's nice, isn't it? No, I wanted to win a golf club like my brother would, uh, or something really useful. I got a clock made out of hewn pine carved into oh, the shape of Tasmania. Lovely. <laughs> that's nice. It'd be, it'd be on a stand, though. It wouldn't, it wouldn't... It's freaking heavy. Mm. What a, did you ever cut open a golf ball? Did I have what, sorry? Did you ever cut open a golf ball? Yeah. <laughs> Answer the question. Great fun, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Question two. <laughs> Who here was once Humphrey B. Bear? Who was Humphrey? Uh, Hannah. Uh, yes, Hannah. DA. No, Sean McAuliffe was Humphrey B. Bear. Oh, it's amazing how much confidence I've lost after <laughs> getting that first one wrong. Uh, yes, I was. That's quite true. Just I was for a stage appearance when I was 15 years old. I was in a pantomime in which Humphrey B. Bear featured. Gosh. And uh, he used to get dehydrated, the fellow inhabiting Humphrey B. Bear. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> And so he'd go off for two scenes and I'd go on in, a, in an old costume, an old version of Humphrey, which actually, it was pretty old, and I got pyrrhea as a result of operating the, the, the mouth. So Hang on, yeah. what? What's yeah, pyrrhea? Yeah. Pyrrhea. Oh, terrible mouth ulcers. And, um, oh. Okay, so this is like the guy's... <laughs> Funny old fellow. He's <laughs> dehydrating. He was, yes, the actual guy. He's dehydrating. Fellow called Tom Fairley. Yeah, wow. And you got... He doesn't talk, though, does he? No, he doesn't talk, but his no, mouth does move up and down. Oh, oh yeah, right. right. It sort of flaps, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. I think, I think uh, yeah, people can hear him talk. What was that, Humphrey? Yes, I see Humphrey. Yeah. But he doesn't actually make any growling noises. I think that would scare the children. So he makes Apart no other from noise. not wearing pants. Um, I think the rash around your mouth is Like Louis C.K. It's horrific. He wears a very long tie, though. I don't know if you remember. Oh. Humphrey had a very long tie to... Just, just in yeah. case. It's Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <that>. <laughs> just. <laughs> uh, Question three. Who here has been commissioned by Mona to create a work for them? David. Oh. Yes, David. Uh, Hannah? No, Damien Cowell Fuck. has. Yeah. Off, I hate there. this game now. I know. Damien sent me the CD. It's a great CD. Thank you, Sean. Uh, checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it commercially available? <clears throat> no, you've got to buy it. You've, it's, um, it's part of the first book at Mona and you can uh-huh. hear it on the um, so we you should cut that bit out because David Walsh owns this and uh, you know I can't be burning a CD oh. for people I know okay. but no no but you recently did a gig down at Mona oh well um, I was um, uh, asked to do um, I, I briefly tried to be uh, in the comedy world and it's very difficult and, we all have um, yeah I'm not very good at it. And um, so I did a show for the comedy festival, which was part music, part monologue. And the mo- But the monologues went for f- ages. And um, uh, <laughs> and anyway, they booked us to, for, at Dark Mofo. 
but to do this particular show. And um, the, what they didn't tell us was that it was the after party in in the in the Theatre Royal, I think. In um, yeah, but the whole band. Yeah, the whole yeah, band. Yeah. And and um, Theatre Royal's got a huge, you know, it's but it's it's a killer if you're trying to even if you were playing to an audience that was um, in some way interested in who the fuck you are, um, they still wouldn't be able to hear you. But this was literally an after party. They didn't even know we were going to be mm. one of the entertainment. So basically they were just having this really loud party while I was standing on a stage in front of them uh, talking and um, they you couldn't even hear me. I could barely hear myself. So after the first 10-minute monologue, we basically I just turned around to the band and said, uh, let's stop this, and we just played songs. So it, it's sort of one of my. I've actually had the three nightmares that re, my recurring nightmares um, are all based around being on a stage and something uh, goes wrong, but not that that you can sort of change it. So you have to keep ploughing on, ploughing on and on and on, and that's one of them. Another is um, you know equipment malfunction, and I actually just did a gig last week where. Um, we played an entire song out of tune with each other uh, <laughs> because I've got a... a You're now in the John Butler tree. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. And uh, so I've pretty much got it. I've nailed them all. I've nailed all my... Um, have they yeah. gone then? Have you, do you feel free now? Yeah, I reckon. Um, maybe I, I won't have them again. I might have a dream like David's. They oh. sound fun. Yeah. Question, dream. question four. Whose earliest memory is their father catching them with their hands down their pants in the TV room? It's their earliest memory. Sean. Yes, Sean. Oh, just, just, I'm just. I think it's David. You are correct. Yes, it is David. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? It's just Why does that to pop up in the same podcast as the other things we've discussed? Well, these are the things that you. I, I, I said, feel you like have anything to talk about. You're just always no, bright. It's kind of a light motif. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice motif. Um, bright. Oh, terrific. I don't know if that's my earliest memory, but I do have this sort of early prepubescent like. What I'm only going on what the information yeah, you gave hey, me. These are. Sad facts. Cold facts. Triggered. Mm. <laughs> Question five. Whose father was drafted to play football for the Fitzroy Football Club? Uh, uh, Hannah. Yes, <clears throat> Hannah. Um, DA? No, it was oh. David Quirk. So point the off. same man who caught me. <laughs> yeah. The same man My who dad me. was um, asked to train with Richmond, though. Oh, really? Mm. Really? Yeah, and his dad, who played for St Kilda, um, said, don't bother, there's no future in it. <laughs> It was probably true at the it time. Was, I yeah, yeah, at the time, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a bit true for my father as well, actually. It was so did, early, yeah. Did he play? Did he come down and... Never played a game. Yeah. Yeah. Same as my brother, who sort of ran with the seconds in St Kilda in the late 80s. and oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm the comedy equivalent of sort of uh, them. Never <laughs> really touching the big leagues, but sort of being okay at what he does. Yeah. Question, <laughs> oh, question six. Whose first time on stage was a 10 years old auditioning and failing to be a chorus member for a local pantomime? Damien. Yes, Damien. Sean? Yes, you are correct, yes. Ah, yes, it was me. Yes. I had never been to an audition before. I didn't know what was expected of me. I just thought you turned up and went onto the stage and they said, well, what do you do? Do you sing? I said, no. Do you dance? No. Well, well what do you do? And I said, oh, I can kind of be funny. And uh, I ended up sort of auditioning by swaying and singing Happy Birthday to this... That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> ..to the cigarette glowing in the stalls. No, that, that was it. And I didn't, didn't get 
didn't get on stage. Which I, hope was, you, I hope you wrote and asked for feedback. Did you Did you want to audition? <laughs> I did, I apparently. Well, my mother maintains that I had said, uh, because it was an advertisement on the television, that I, I would no. like to go and audition. And I don't remember saying that. But anyway, mum and dad took me there. But they didn't tell me about what an audition was. I mean, I was only 10 years yeah. old. And... I don't know quite what I thought. No, I wasn't even. I didn't even know enough to be humiliated. Would they? By the would they have known what an audition was as well? Because my parents wouldn't know what an audition like, is. Maybe the, I don't they'd know. They just think it was like a job interview. You go there and you tell them about yourself. And I they, don't know. I don't know. Maybe they thought. Maybe they thought as I did that I would. They would be so impressed with the yeah. sight of me. <laughs> they had such a captivating and I beautiful think, child. I think that yeah. humiliation, you know, sort of that that sort of explains why you build sets before you. Like, take a risk. Yes, <laughs> to commit. Make sure there's a lot of money committed before we go ahead. Question seven. Who here recently did a gig in a person's lounge room? Who did a gig in a person's lounge room? Sean. Yes, Sean. I think Hannah. No, it was Damien. Oh, Damien did that. Damn. People don't fight me <laughs> I thought your grandmother, maybe. Because this is a new thing. This is a... Fuck! Yeah. They're called parlour gigs. Cause yeah. I, I was asked to do one. Oh, yeah. And I said, no, I don't think, only because, I'm sure the gig would be fine, mm. but I didn't want to do the hang around afterwards and then mm. try and make small talk. Yeah. It's a bit like selling Tupperware, isn't it? No. Well, no. Yeah, I totally agree. You're, you're all absolutely right. I should never have done it. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, plus, my band is sort of like Lady Gaga, you know, it's that size show. And yep. um, so um, so trying to do it in a small environment. Actually, last Friday we, um, we played in a scout hall uh, to 50 people in a huge scout hall. And, um, Jamboree. Yeah, it was pretty... Uh, <laughs> But we got, you know, we got ahead of ourselves. We thought because there was a stage and everything, so we uh, we did a sound check, and it was, you know, sort of almost at the level of a rehearsal volume. And the uh, the the host came up in a panic and said, "The guy who owns the hall said you'll have to play with no drums or amplified guitars, otherwise I'm shutting the party down." So um, was he live back? Yeah, well, he had. He, I don't know. He was just hanging around, sort of. Um, I did that scout you know, yeah, and uh, so we ended up putting blankets on the drums and turning the guitars down to as low as you can possibly do it, and it was it was really hilarious because we were sort of cavorting around as we do, um, you know, sweating it up. But we were at the level of a sort of a moderate stereo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I can I tell the story? You can cut yeah. it. It's too long. Um, I was asked to um, to do a birthday party like at a house. And it was a. Uh, they said, "Look, my agent rang up and said, look, it's on an island, and it's a, it's a very, and that person will fly you there in their jet, or their plane." Said their plane. So, and I, I said, "Well, who is it?" And I thought, "We can't tell you that. You've actually got to sign the contract, and there's a non-disclosure agreement, and then you'll find out afterwards." And I, I couldn't get my head around the fact. I just pictured myself being, you know turned into some sort of animal by it, a doctor or something like that on Richard an island. Branson? Richard Branson owns an island off, like, Queensland. Well, curiously, years later, uh, I, was at a, I was at the Hilton Hotel the during the Grand Prix, <laughs> and Australia. Uh, somebody said, oh, that's George Harrison's coat up there on the thing. And I thought, oh, I love George Harrison. I'll hang around the coat and maybe <laughs> when he leaves, I'll say hello to him. So I said, I had the rather all night. But then his, uh, his publicist, somebody claiming to be his publicist, grabbed the coat. And I said, oh, it's, it's George Harrison's coat, is it, George Harrison? He said, yeah, well, he's, he's, he's already left and sent me back to pick it up. I said, oh, I would really like to have met him. And she recognised me. She said, well, you could have.
of actually about four years ago. Um, we were hosting a party on Hamilton Island, and, we, and he'd seen your TV show and wanted to, and thought you'd be good to to book and be on the wow on the on his on his for his party. It was his birthday party, which so I just you know I, I one of those terrible missed opportunities that. Um, I can never get back or even anything remotely so like So the moral again. is, kids, sign the contract before knowing all the details yeah. every time. <laughs> yes. Do that. Yes. Go against your instincts yes. and just do it. Question eight. Who here would like a job in a garden centre? Who said they'd quite like a job in oh, a garden centre? I thought it was a different topic. David. Yes, David. Also Hannah. You are correct. Yes, that one was Hannah. Yes. Yeah, I'd love that. Screams Hannah. And you know, I, <laughs> I always want to say gar- a nursery, but then I get so worried about, like, then they go, oh. Can't have those gays working with children. <laughs> Do you still believe that now? The gays shouldn't work with children. No, that you'd love to work with plants. Oh, no, I would, absolutely. This yeah. is very recent. Yeah. This is like... Yeah. Oh, really? Six yeah. months ago she said this. Yeah. Did you did you say that to Emma? Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't really talk about me that much. No. Huh? Did you open with that to Emma? <laughs> yeah. So thanks for meeting me. I'd yeah. like to work in a garden somewhere. I like plants. <laughs> <laughs> question is Chuck Norris. Question nine: Who who here used to buy Douglas Adams books but not actually read them? Who used to buy Douglas Adams books? Brendan Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyone? Should... David. Yes, David. Damien. I like that you're having a go. You're not right. It's Sean. Sean did that. Yeah. Was it one of those things you, you read one and then people would say, "Oh, he yeah. likes Douglas Adams." Well, I heard the I heard the great radio series and thought it was fantastic. And I think I might have even read the first one which was basically the radio series, yeah. and then bought the others out of a sense of, well, I'm a bit of a completist anyway, and uh, out of a sense of obligation. And uh, I felt that Douglas would be disappointed you know, in me if I didn't purchase the other ones. But the trilogy turned into, like, there's five of them, isn't there? Five or six of them? Isn't his son writing them or something? Someone yeah. else is writing them. I hope now, he can yes. write better than he can count. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I have them all if anyone's interested. They're a lovely star. Um, well, I'm like that with bands. I will buy, like, the band Bell and Sebastian. I don't think I've listened to their album since album four, <laughs> but I'll just buy everything because for a brief moment I loved everything they did. And then mm. I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm like that with food. I <laughs> eat it all, even though I'm full. Everything that chef that. does. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And our last question for the round Which of you were the very last guest on my radio show? Which of you was the last, very last guest on my radio show? As in? And Breakfasters at 3RRR, where we're recording right now. Which of you, one of you, was the last guest I had? I thought you meant like in real time. Well, I mean, who will be the last to well, leave this guess, room? Well, you can guess. Who, who was it? Well, it wasn't me. This is not a radio show day. Everyone, I'm so scared Hannah looked this. blank. She looked blank. <laughs> I reckon it's sort of probably me. Damien. You are correct, Sean. It yeah. was Damien, oh. yes. Okay, at the end of the game, the scores are... David Quirk on two points. Damn it. Hannah Gadsby on two points. Yes. Sean yes. on four points. But our winner on six points is Damien Cowell. Damien, yeah. oh, well, I'll do that. Damien, I'll do that. Damien, I'll Bloody accountant. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Wayne Carey. It's, yeah. you know, I'm just a competitor. Thanks. Thank you. Because you win, you get to plug anything you want first. Really? You, you've got a show coming up in December. Oh, fabulous, Josh. Yes, um, uh, I've got a Christmas show coming up in December. It's it's called Disco Christmas, rather unimaginatively, and uh, features Tony Martin and uh, the fabulous Liz Stringer and a young chap called Josh Earl is going to be there. and uh, Doing a support slot. Uh, and the burnt sausages. So um, it's, yeah, and, and it's pretty much just inappropriate um, uh, renditions of songs that you'd rather hear Marina Pryor sing. So cool. um, come along, everybody, um, and thank you for the opportunity to plug.
And I'll, I'll post a link on, on all my cool. social media for it. Sean, you've got dum, a book out. Dum, do, do, do. What's that? You've got a book out. I have. It's a children's book. That's right. People listen to this who well, have so kids. So why they put you on Twitter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it was a stock standard clause in the contract. Uh. Um, but yes, it's called Tales from a Tall Forest. And it's an enchanting retelling of every uh, fairy tale there ever was. Uh, because I couldn't think of anything original. Very nice <laughs> cover. Who did the cover for yes, it? Yes, Jonathan Bentley, a wonderful illustrator, and uh, yes, he's uh, he's left the country actually because <laughs> he did your book. I'm he didn't want to go on Twitter. <laughs> Understandable. Assuming it's connected in some way. He's on George Harrison's island. <laughs> Hannah, oh, you, what have you got to plug? You've just done all your shows. I've done it all. Did you film it? I'm filming it in Sydney. Oh, good. Um, uh, on the 20th of January. Is it that nice. sold out by now? Yeah, and it, Perth Fringe. Oh, great. I'm, I'm going back to Perth to do the show because I started my tour there and it wasn't. I put it was there was no jokes at that point. It got, it's, it's full of jokes now, so yep. I thought I'd go back and. They got the worst and now the best version of it. Yeah, yeah a year later. Yeah, bookend. Yeah, yeah. 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 the Perth. That's great. That's nice. And all, all the details are at comedy.com.au. There you go. Yeah, for you, David Quirk. Where can people see you? Um, You're not doing the festivals this next no, season. No, I'm quitting. How nice is it not to write a show? Over it's very nice. Um, <laughs> you know, I was, thinking, I was thinking about Hannah today when I was, my first ever show, 2007, was called "I Don't Want to Tell Jokes," and I realised somehow <laughs> along the way I've always had something Language in common with important. where she's at now in some way regarding comedy. But um, <laughs> but uh, the only, I've got nothing to promote. Uh, come skateboarding with me and myself and Sean's son, maybe. We're uh, cankles, but I'll be at the Woodford Folk Festival. Well, thank you all very much for playing. Don't you know how I am? This is the last one for the season. Oh, the last studio one. Then we're going to do a live one. So it's all sold out, so you can't get tickets, but it's going to come out next week. And then I'm going to take a bit of time off over summer, and then we'll come back. And we're going to be doing shows at the Melbourne Comedy Festival at the European Beer Cafe on Sunday afternoons and also at the Hi-Fi Bar, which is now Max Watts, but everyone calls it the Hi-Fi Bar. Are you bar. talking to us or the audience? The audience right oh, now. Okay, That's why I'm looking over here, not at anyone. So, but uh, at, at Tuesdays. Tuesdays no, at Max Watts. Good it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks for playing. Bye. Oh, Thank you all. Bye. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.